0: are we really doing this we're doing it ah! welcome to the mom tales and cocktails podcast I'm Shelby Lovitz, the fitness and nutrition coach for moms and soon-to-be moms mom of three and twin mom my passion is helping women learn to strengthen their bodies and mind for pregnancy postpartum and beyond and I'm Erin Patel mom of two toddler boys I work in aerospace
1: and defense doing digital transformation and supply chain strategy, so data is in my DNA. I'm always looking for research-backed solutions to better myself as a mom and as an individual, and I
0: love helping other moms do the same. We're here to give you the tough love, the real and raw truths on motherhood and how to do it all without losing yourself along the way.
1: So sit back with your cocktail or mocktail and get ready to transform your mind, body and
0: life. Hello, beautiful moms. Today, we are going to be talking all about consistency and what that actually looks like. So, so many women come to me wanting to be more consistent with eating healthy and working out, but what does that actually mean? And it's going to look so, so different from person to person, and even throughout different times of your life and not only um, not only that but month to month or week to week which a lot of times is where we really tend to get tripped up. So today we'll be diving into exactly what this can look like for you right now. So I've hopped on Erin's bandwagon and I'm Drinking some Pinot Grigio tonight, and I will say it's very delightful. What
1: brand did you go with? And at first, when you said you're happy on my bandwagon, I got a little nervous. I thought you were going to say that you were not having a beverage tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so relieved because <laughs> I am most definitely having a beverage tonight.
0: You're back on, though. Back. I'm back on. You're back on. <laughs> yeah. I went with the Josh Oh, it's just so good. So crisp and refreshing. It is very it. crisp and refreshing. I did. I actually opened it. I opened it last week and I only had one glass of it. And so I was nervous it was going to be bad still, but I think it's still good.
1: You better finish it tonight. It's,
0: it's
1: finished. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also doing a Pinot Grigio um, back on brand. No St. Germain tonight. Um, and mine is Boda Box. No, Black Box. But I'm not mad about it. I love their Pinot Gris.
0: Really? I don't think yeah. I've ever had Black Box in a while. I usually do the Boda Box, I think.
1: I was so big into Boda Box, but then Black Box came out with these, like, I don't know, like specialty ones. And so we got, they had one that was called, like, Velvety Red. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that sounds, like, very interesting. And so they had, like, a couple of those. So then I got on the black box kick mm-hmm. just because they had, like, these special names. But the Pinot Gris is just regular old Pinot gris. I'll, I'll
0: have to try that one, too. We'll see. I don't know. I'm, like, back and forth with box wine. I can't, can't decide how I feel. Understandable. Uh, so... It's been a week. If you saw our Instagram stories, we posted the last episode with no editing. So if you were lucky if you were lucky enough to hear. Thanks to our
1: wonderful listener Jackie and our dear best friend, she was like, "I think you might have posted an unedited version," and I was like,
0: "Okay, <laughs> oh, here we are." Yep, yeah, it's just real it's what happens we did I did have to fix it that way I, I couldn't I couldn't live with leaving it up but you got to hear a little behind the scenes of what really happens when we're recording
1: <laughs> yep and then I'm like socially in or oh my gosh inept when it comes to social media and um when so like Shelby always sets me up for success. Like she'll tag me in like the listen to the episode link and then I just share it to my story because that's I'm able to easily do that. But somehow like I'm logged into both the Mom Tales and Cocktails account and my own. And so somehow I like shared back to Mom Tales and Cocktails and not my own story and it was just it was sloppy, <laughs> but I didn't feel like fixing it and
0: it was just that kind of week. Yep. It was all kids sick and crazy work and too much, too much. As as Ari says, Ari Ari says too (laughs) much. Uh, So the reason I really wanted to talk about consistency this week is because this just recently came up for me and. Outside of workouts and eating healthy, because if I'm being honest, these like working out and eating healthy are things that at this point just are part of my natural day to day and things that I don't have to think about. So, consistency with that usually isn't much of a struggle anymore. It definitely used to be, but Consistency in other areas of my life, especially like since having twins have been really tough. I used to have like a super intricate morning routine with like reading, meditating, journaling, working out like it was insane. And I honestly can't remember the last time I read and like it's just been making me feel frustrated and i feel like instead of trying to adapt and adjust and like do things differently i've just been hard on myself and just feeling like frustrated like i really enjoy reading and i enjoy doing all these things and i just haven't been doing it at all um so i've just been feeling frustrated and like the same thing with also Creating content is something I like love and enjoy and something that's some that I used to do super easily and you know, having more time, it felt a lot easier. So now it's been feeling really hard to do this. And I've just been super hard on myself and letting it get to me rather than like sitting down, coming up with a plan, like, okay, how are we gonna do things now?
1: I feel like this is um, triggering my mom guilt because I can relate to this in so many ways. Fortunately, I like feel like my um, way of life has been consistently inconsistent for so long. (laughs) So I'm a little bit used to like inconsistency on some level, but I'm also a little obsessive. So not having things exactly the way I want them gets really frustrating to me, but I feel like, especially when it comes to like work, things around the house, coming up with stuff for this, like I'm constantly multitasking and multitasking means that I'm, it like causes me to have a short fuse because like trying to focus on something while doing something else. And then usually it makes me snap at the kids and then like introduce the mom guilt and this, that whole cycle. And so I feel like just like you for s- so long I haven't had these like time blocks where I can like dedicate focused time to one thing, whether like even at work, like I, there's just so much going on at work that I'm constantly doing multiple things at once and it becomes frustrating, but um, I'm going off on a tangent here. So I like, I get it and I, it, it's upsetting, but I feel like this is just kind of where we are right now. This is the season of life where multitasking is going to be the norm and we need to find a way to just accept that and, you know, control our own emotions. And I don't know, try our best to get through it and not take it out on our kids when they're, you know, demanding our attention while we're trying to write something down or trying to send a text. Like it took me literally 20 minutes yesterday to send one text message just to like get my thoughts out. And it wasn't, it was like a stupid, not like important text, but it was frustrating.
0: Yeah. And now that you say that too, like Or When I just had Leo, I used to always um, post and, like, write content in the morning, like, while he was just playing on his own, whatever, early in the morning. And that was, like, my time. I had, like, a set. I post at 8.30 a.m. every single day or, like, five to six days per week on Instagram. And now I'm trying to do, like... I was doing something on my phone while the twins were playing. And now Elle's latest thing is anytime she sees me on the phone, she just is saying, baby, baby, like she wants to look at pictures of baby. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And and she like won't let like I literally can't do anything. (laughs) And then I'm also like, well, is that like a sign? I just like should not be on my phone while I'm with them. And then I'm um, again feeling I'm like having all right. I'm feeling a little bit like mad because I can't do what I need to do. And then also feeling guilty because I'm on I'm trying to do that on my phone while they want my attention and you know. So and don't.
1: all those back to like there's just not enough. It feels like there's not enough time in the day. And then sometimes it feels like there's too much time in the mm-hmm. day. <laughs> yes. Um, that was that was a today situation
0: yeah it depends
1: on the day (laughs) yeah but like going back to the consistency and you have like reinforced this time and time and time again for me it's not what you do all the time that matters it's what you do most of the time that matters and I feel like that's such a good mantra to just like keep reminding yourself of where you're not on the phone all the time while you're with your kids. I'm not on the phone all the time when I'm with my kids, I'm not distracted all the time. I'm not trying to do everything all the time, but it, it does happen a lot of the time. Um, we're going to have to scrap some of this because now I don't know where I'm going with my thought, (laughs) but, or, you know what, as Jackie said, leave it in because this is, this is the realness of, you know, doing this at night after a very long day. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Um, (laughs) Well, the fact that like you said that, too, is something that like I've always reinforced. Like with these feelings I've been having lately. I'm like, I need to take my own advice that I give my clients. And it's like I forget. I forget that. Like, I just need to take my own advice. Like, this is what I tell my clients all of the time. And I'm not listening to myself.
1: Mitt and I literally got in not like a fight about this, but like a, a true heart to heart, like intervention style conversation where he's like, you need to start taking your own advice because you tell everybody else to refill their cup. You tell everybody else to prioritize themselves, but you are not doing that and you haven't been doing that for, you know, X while. And it took him like kind of rattling me to say, like, get your shit together in terms of take care of yourself, prioritize yourself so that you can show up for us for me to be like yeah okay I really do have to start taking my own advice it's hard though it's so much easier to give advice than it is to yes because it's almost you like a, um it. like a barrier to hide behind like if you give the advice then like the spotlight's off you nobody's like mm-hmm. paying attention to you not taking the advice yeah unless you have like, a really good partner that forces you to look in the mirror <laughs> no,
0: no, I I love that. In <laughs> uh So yeah, just knowing that the goal isn't to be like 100% all of the time, because if we try to do that, we're going to end up feeling burnt out or we're going to just like be super hard on ourselves that, you know, I'm not doing things exactly as laid out I'm not at 100% like I'm not being super quote-unquote consistent but the goal isn't being 100% and being perfect all the time it's trying to do I want to say like 80 85% consistency is a good place be- to be in but um not like
1: beast, but I'll take it yeah yeah <laughs> Be as bad. I'm just kidding. That's always what I thought, though. (laughs) You did. Well, it just doesn't feel good. (laughs) Again, but but that's like the, yeah, the obsessiveness and like the putting yourself to a standard that isn't always achievable.
0: Right. And just recognizing, like I said earlier, you know, consistency is going to look so different at different points in your life. So it's really about adapting and adjusting and you know, if you keep trying to do things exactly the same at all times in all points of your life, especially, I mean the biggest thing, you know, going from zero to one kid or maybe you're going from one to two kids, it's going to look so different or maybe you're having like an extra busy season of work or busy season with like kids activities or traveling. Consistency doesn't have to look the same month to month, year to year or whatever it is. It's going to look different and it's when you keep trying to do things exactly the same that you end up feeling frustrated and just being super hard on yourself and that's what's actually causing you to stay inconsistent because you're like... I'm not doing the things how I should be doing them. So why should I even try or, you know, you're just feeling like you're not making progress because you're not doing things how you typically would do them or how you did them in the past.
1: And I think like just to boil it all up, humans, whether they're babies, toddlers, adults, whatever, we all thrive on consistency. So like that's a fact and routine is great predictability is great consistency is amazing that's what most people I'll say thrive on but we have to be realistically realis- <laughs> realistic with what consistency looks like because it like you said it can't always be the same it's not a flat line for your entire life like it ha- it needs to be a little bit flexible in order to stay consistent, which seems like an oxymoron, but it's so true. So like taking a couple moments to plan out a week so that you know what consistent, consi- oh my God. <laughs> consistency looks like for that week is probably hugely impactful versus, well, this worked for me last week, but so that should work for me this week, but my work schedule is totally different or the kid's schedule is totally different or, you know, my spouse or partner is traveling. So things are going to be different. So maybe like step number one is just taking five minutes to just look at your calendar and say, what can consistency look like for me this week? Knowing that it might be a little bit different than the week prior, but at least you still have a plan in place or you can like a tentative plan to follow.
0: Yeah. So when it comes to your workouts, really just like looking at your week holistically and when can I realistically get in my workout and literally write down like, the days, the times and mark it down so that you can see it visually in front of you. You know that this is the time that I can work out because we just we just make these like vague things like, oh, I'm going to work out on Monday, Wednesday and Friday. But there's 24 hours in in those days to get that workout in. So
1: where is it going to happen?
0: Yeah. So we need to really like block it out, have it in there. Also, I'm going to add this as like a bonus, like having a backup plan too is something that's super important. So like if something comes up and you can't get your workout in when you wanted to or your workout gets interrupted in the middle of it, it's really easy to just feel frustrated and annoyed and be like, oh, this sucks. Like, you know, just, you know, feeling really frustrated with yourself. But what if you already had a plan? Like, oh, if I can't get my workout in in the exact time that I wanted to, here's this day and this time is a possible other option. Or if your workout gets interrupted, what's the plan going to be? Are you going to finish it? at a later point in that day, are you going to finish it the next day? Are you just going to be like, well, I'm, I'm happy with what I did for that 20 minutes or whatever it is. And I'm just going to let that be okay. And I'm going to move to the next workout. So already like having that in the back of your head. So when things happen, you don't feel flustered and frustrated with yourself and you already like, have a set plan.
1: I think this goes back to like giving yourself grace because our friend, best friend, Katie, um, who also does lift like Shelby, um, is like so good at reminding us that like, it's okay to like spread your workout out. Like, and I feel like I wouldn't have thought of it unless she had said that We're like, yes, it might take all day to get the whole workout in to get through all Um, you know, five, six, whatever exercises that there are, or, you know, Monday, you might do the first two, and then Tuesday, you might do the next two. And it's okay, because, again, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be good enough in this stage of life. And I feel like that's like a really good reminder, like, yes, it would be ideal to get the whole thing in, in, you know, 30 to 45 minutes. But If it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. And to me, that was always an end of the world situation. If I couldn't do everything I wanted to do in the block that I gave myself, then it was like an end of the world situation. And then I would think about it for however long after. Like I couldn't move on because I wasn't happy with that block of performance. But she's like definitely helped me just say, like, get over it. Just do what you can and be okay with it. And That has definitely helped me become more consistent actually, because it's like, I'm going to go into this workout knowing that I can at least get this far. If I get further than that in this block of time, awesome. If not, I know that that's okay. And like, I started the day three, what's that? Today's Friday. So I started day three on Wednesday and I got through my deadlifts. I know that we're in deload week this week. So like, I feel like there's also a little leeway there like like, pressure (laughs) yeah um but like you know when I did my deadlifts early in the morning I had plans to get like the rest of it in but like work has been crazy this was just a wild week um so like I still have the remainder of day three to do and I intend to get it in like I'm not you know punishing myself or getting down on myself because I didn't finish it two two days ago (laughs)
0: No, I love that. And that's huge. And that's something that I used to struggle with a lot, too. And it's more just like, a lot of this is just really a mindset shift. It's not really like, you know, changing things up too much. It's really just shifting the way that you view your workouts, exercise,
1: or like success in general, just Mm -hmm. change your perspective. What is what is success?
0: Yeah.
1: And it's not black and white. It's not zero and ones. It's. I don't know. (laughs) I don't have anything insightful.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So really just like. Evaluating what you're currently doing are not doing and thinking about what's working and what's not working and is there anything that you can adjust because again as moms we just get so caught up in the day-to-day that we don't really stop and like check in with ourselves and be like what is working? What's not working? Why isn't this working? Like, is there anything that we can make changes to, to make it work and to be more consistent with our workouts? So if you are needing to, if you're struggling to stay consistent with your workouts, really evaluating that and thinking about, are there things that you can adjust? So there's a lot of things. So maybe Maybe it's the program you're doing. Maybe you're doing, like I say this all the time, um, you know, someone, if you're following a program from someone who's like out of college, someone who doesn't have kids and like has more time to work out and you're trying to follow this program, it's probably not going to work out for you. So what, program is actually going to be realistic for your life rather than trying to change your life to make this program work for you um maybe also, it just, i feel like
1: so oh, sorry i don't
0: know yeah but
1: um that just reminded me of something like making yeah like totally making sure that the person that you're following is aligned with your lifestyle in some capacity or like the goals of your lifestyle. And when you said that, it reminded me of like being back in college and um, I had gotten a workout program, but I'm not saying that like guys don't understand women and women don't understand men at all. That's not at all what I'm saying, but I had gotten a workout program from a man and it was like, it literally had me and Kristen in the gym, like two hours at a session. And it was like, it was like very, it didn't feel like it worked for us. And it was like, we would dread going and like, we would go through the motions and like, it would be like, God, is this shit over yet? Like, and like the meal plan that went with it, like was also just, it didn't feel like it jived with my lifestyle, but because somebody delivered it to me on a silver platter and was like, here, this is what you need to do in order to get your results. I was like, oh, then this is what I need to do to get results, but I don't want to do these things. And then it makes the results like less desirable. So again, I'm not saying that like, but just making sure that the person that you're getting advice from or taking you're taking advice from understands you and you understand them to make sure that there's alignment. Because if there's not alignment, it makes it much more difficult to stay consistent and want to show up every day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how long did you stick with that? Um, one week. <laughs> <I think. laughs> right. So exactly. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and maybe it's just something something as simple as like do you need to find a different time of day to work out like is the time that you're working out not not jiving with you know your schedule and even just like different seasons of life maybe the time that you are working out is going to be different in different um times of your life or maybe you have been going to the gym, but that's like more time consuming because you have to travel there and, you know, um, We're yes, <laughs> like, yeah, get yourself together a little bit and that takes more time. And so you're struggling to do that. So maybe it means switching to home workouts. Um, or maybe, you know, if you, are super busy with work. Maybe you're only doing like one to two sets of all of your exercises instead of three or four sets. Um, Or maybe you're just like, I'm just going to set a timer for 20 or 30 minutes and do as much as I can and let that be good enough. Or maybe like Aaron was saying, like splitting up the workouts or (laughs) one of, one of Aaron's or two of Aaron's personal favorites not warming up or or shortening your shortening your rest time will definitely shorten up the workouts i don't do not rest and i do not warm up
1: or (laughs) i only rest and then my workout never gets done
0: so i don't always recommend that but definitely i always say i always recommend warming up but if you are short on time um and you're needing to shorten up the rest times or maybe like combine um combine exercises to make like supersets so doing one exercise right into the other and then taking your rest or doing like three exercises together and then taking your rest after that rather than like exactly how the program's laid out if you're doing exercises individually is a way you can make it a little bit more efficient um But one thing I do want to say is that like studies actually show that doing something more frequently, even if it's not, even if it doesn't look exactly the same, makes you more likely to stay consistent. So for example, if you're doing 20 minute workouts, four or five days per week, that would be better than doing two. Workouts per week for a longer period of time. So the more frequent that you are with this, you know, habit that you're trying to incorporate or stay consistent with, the more likely you are to actually stay consistent with it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one other thing which I haven't even like talked to you about is like work. So I I had said this before. I work a four ten work schedule. So like. But I don't get like a lunch break or anything like that. Like I have to work at least 10 hours a day, four days a week. Um, So I don't have a lot of leeway in my schedule. So it's gotta be either like very early morning workouts or evening workouts or some sort of like, I'm on a call and able to like do it at the same time, which really doesn't work well in my current state. Um, But I also have like, so my dad has, I don't know if it's like necessarily restless leg syndrome, but I get like this, such a weird feeling in my legs when it's time to go to sleep and i already like i'm a terrible sleeper as it is which is why i refuse to let my children be terrible sleepers because i don't want this life in them um and so my sister recommended like getting like a peddler and i am not a cardio person i don't like that um we have this echo bike here that i literally like hang stuff on i will never get on it because i don't like it but i got this peddler and so for the past like Two ish weeks, I just kind of like pedal. So like, I constantly have my legs in motion while I'm responding to emails on a call on Zoom. It's a little awkward because I'm like a lot of there's a lot of movement going on, so it just it looks weird. Um, So I don't, I don't really do it when that. I'm on Zoom.
0: But are you, do, are you doing it right now?
1: <laughs> no, I actually I was going to actually because I I have become in love with this thing. It's just so mindless. So this is not something that I would have ever incorporated into my workout routine ever but it's like helped with my like legs not feeling weird at night like it just exhausts them I guess basically and I get like these cardio minutes in like well now I've become like obsessed with checking my Fitbit to be like oh how many zone minutes do I have but I would literally have like four zone minutes a day and yesterday like for example I had 150 just from like mindless pedaling so like maybe in this season of life you can't take time away to like do a full blown workout, but you could do this peddler thing. Just like while you're responding to emails, while you're scrolling through Instagram. A funny like side comment here. Um, like you can obviously like pedal backwards. I can't scroll up on my phone and pedal backwards at the same time. It's like that like pat your belly, <laughs> rub your head thing or whatever. I can't do it. It like takes so much mental capacity to be like scroll up, pedal backwards, scroll up. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, so we can put the link to the pedal in yeah, the show notes if you guys I are interested. Like because it's just like because it's mindless, but it gets some movement in and like I don't know. I've like I truly have grown to love it in the past, you know, week and a half, two weeks that I've had it. Um so again, that. like yeah, like that that's now something that's more consistent for me. And like helps me get through my workday, helps me like kind of like stay more engaged and not something that I would have ever done before. So it just is like that further proof of like adaptability and making sure that you are able to change with the seasons and do what's best for yourself as the circumstances present themselves.
0: Love it. I need I need that peddler for sure. It's so good. The okay. price
1: points on them are like kind of crazy, but like this one is a like a reasonable one. So
0: like it. Perfect. I'm all about reasonable. (laughs) Um, Okay. So now that we've talked about consistency and what that can look like when it comes to your workouts, let's talk about what that looks like when it comes to nutrition. So first, when it comes to tracking macros, so I know we haven't gotten like super into this before. We can definitely get into this on another episode. More about tracking macros. DM us. Let us know if you want us to talk more about macros. But if you are someone who does track macros or has tracked macros or even like track calories or anything like that, or just use um, my fitness pal. Ah. Maybe. During whatever season of life you're in right now, it's feeling really hard to do. So instead of beating yourself up and telling yourself, like, you should be tracking macros, but you're just like, can't do it. It's not happening. Maybe you take a step back and you can adjust things a little bit. So maybe you are only tracking Protein and not like paying attention to the other macros. Maybe you are I like
1: um, that's such a gateway drug. Yeah. Like or a gateway drug gateway, like into macro tracking, picking mm-hmm. one element to focus on.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. So protein is definitely like a good place to start. Or maybe if you have tracked macros in the past and like are familiar with it and used to it, Maybe you're now just like weighing things and not really like logging anything, or maybe you're vice versa. You're just logging things like as you go, just to kind of like see where you're at and not really measuring and weighing things. Or maybe you're just not doing it altogether and just kind of focusing on meal planning and prepping and Um, building more balanced meals and really like looking at your plate and thinking about like having a protein, having a carb, having a veggie, having a little bit of fat on there and really just building a balanced meal and macros like are not the end all be all. Yes, they are effective and a very helpful tool, but it's not 100% necessary in order to lose weight, lose fat, um, build muscle, whatever goals that you have, it is helpful. And it's definitely, it was, it's a good foundation. Like if you have done it in the past, but it's not something that needs to be done all the time or for the rest of your life. And, um, it's going to, you know, look different through different seasons of your life.
1: And this is like totally where I'm consistently inconsistent. And I am okay with that because um, sometimes like macro tracking, for me, it is the best way for me to like get a handle on my nutrition and like understand what I'm consuming, what I'm not consuming and ultimately produce the best results. But I very easily become resentful with the tracking. And like, I soft and puffed earlier about like my fitness pal, because they like, it's great, but it has like these nuances. So I just want to, for anybody that uses it and doesn't know this hack, they like for the U S based people, they took away barcode scanning as part of the like free offering. But if you say that you're in the UK You can now scan barcodes, which makes me a little bit less resentful because, again, we don't have all this like endless time to record this shit and document it. So, like, let me scan my barcode and move on with my day. And, like, that's the stuff that, like, I don't have the patience for, like, to build my salad every day. And, like, when I create a meal, that's great. But, like, you know, today I have this cheese or this protein or, like, whatever. Like, it just that stuff, like, annoys me. And, like, I find myself becoming irritable for this thing that's supposed to be benefiting me versus like buying into it but then I have other days where I'm like I'm all, all about it and I like can't wait to see like okay what did this do for me what did this do for me um so yeah I'm like very in or consistently inconsistent with my nutrition tracking but doing it and like at least getting some practice with it helps you know like baseline what types of foods work well for you what types of foods have these macros versus those and like how to build that day if you're not going to track so i think like it's a great thing to do to get like a lay of the land um understand the makeup of foods and how they impact you and then you have to do it every single day once you kind of get in a rhythm of like okay i know that this is this gives me the protein boost that i need this gives me the fat boost that i need this particular fat works really well for me like avocado seems to be an effective fat for me versus some other ones that I've, you know, I like to consume like the cheese chunk I'm eating right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
0: That's, that's my insight
1: on nutrition tracking.
0: Yeah. So it's definitely a good tool, but it is not like an end all be all and there's going to be seasons of your life where it may feel better, but it's not something that, you know, has to be done all of the time or maybe like outside of macros. I know we talked about this a little bit in the past, but if you are someone who's used to like cooking everything from scratch, maybe you're resorting to more frozen or refrigerated meals, or maybe you're just using some pre-cooked items in your normal like recipes versus trying to cook everything fresh. So one of my favorite things is just like, using rotisserie chicken breast or pre-cooked um, strips of chicken rather than cooking it on your own. But let's be real, I never I never cook chicken. <laughs> I never,
1: well, never if ben was I my love. husband or live in partner, <laughs> I wouldn't cook anything either because he's the world's best griller and all of your protein
0: literally comes to you on a silver platter. I feel like it does. It does. <laughs> I'm very lucky with that. And that was kind of that was You know, my next point. So maybe, Uh, (laughs) no. So maybe, but also, you know, if you're the main person that is always cooking, maybe it means asking for a little bit of help if possible and letting go of like either feeling like you need to be in control or just like passing it, passing it off to somebody else if possible. So, you know, if you are having like busier seasons of life, not feeling overwhelmed, like you have to do everything and do it all on your own. And I am super grateful that I have a husband who cooks really good. The grill master. and Yeah, he's he's the grill master. He handles the grill, the smoker and the instant pot are his mm. devices. <laughs> I love bonding
1: with him over the instant pot. It's the devil. It's burn. Terrible. It's always on burn mode whenever I use it. I think I actually got rid of mine. I don't or it's in it's in my plan to get rid of it. Oh, God. But because he's so good at it, like I feel like I'm what's it called? Like an apprentice. Like <laughs> I aspire to get to his level. So anytime I do like I want to become a good griller. That's like in my Goals for the summer so I've had a little bit of practice I'm kind of getting used to it like I remember I used to be terrified to like even lift the the grill or whatever the lid and like you know flip things but there's like no greater pride than sending Ben something that I made and him being like no (laughs)
0: it's (laughs) just like it's amazing. It's so fulfilling. I'll have to send you. I just found this post that I saw on Instagram today for like grilling hacks that I'll have to send to you. It was, I forget what they all were, but there was one. It was like. You rub like the inside of a potato on the grates and that makes like protein leaner proteins not stick to the grates. So it was all like weird things like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I need that. Yeah. I've been using, I think like ghee spray, mm-hmm.
1: but I don't know if that's like actually helping. And I have, I'm, I clean up the
0: grill too. Wow. And I turn off the protein. So that's like huge. <laughs> that's Progress. that's impressive. I'll just, I'll just let Ben, ha- Ben handle it. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to learn.
1: <laughs> it's oh, it's just, it feels so good. But then when you screw it up, it's like, yeah, you like ruined it. And then, <laughs> and then I get
0: really sad. Uh, i'm used to that i i handled most of like her, a decent amount of the inside stuff and i'll always ask ben like how is it and he's like it's okay it's fine <laughs> well, that's yeah. what, I mean, he's
1: like either everything's fine or it's the best thing he's ever had so you don't ever get like a very good read on him like oh my god this is amazing this is the best thing i've ever had well yesterday was the best thing you ever had too <laughs> so like it becomes less impactful.
0: Yeah, Ben. Actually, I made a dinner last night that was super easy and like unprompted. He was like, "This is really good." It's like, "Oh my god!" I wow. Feel <laughs> oh my god, best feeling. All right, so
1: so we recap it. We should. Okay. Um. So, like I said. The top of the episode. Shelby has done such a good job of reinforcing this to me that the goal is not to be a hundred percent all the time. What you do most of the time is what matters. So she threw out 80, 85%. Um, yeah, bees get degrees. So yeah, just be consistent most of the time. Perfection is not the goal anymore. Progress or Oh my gosh. I don't know what I'm to say. Progress is improved. No. What the hell is the saying? We're going to have to scrap
0: this. Progress part. over perfection.
1: Progress over perfection. Yeah, <laughs>
0: there we go. um And consistency
1: is going to look different in each phase of life, each stage of life, week to week, day to day, month to month. So figure out what can be consistent, what is achievable for you, so that you don't start getting hard on yourself or down on yourself for things that are kind of out of your control. So align your expectations with what is actually achievable. And it's so much better to be more frequent with the habit, even if it looks a little different than what it quote unquote should be. And that's what's going to lead to long-term consistency. Understanding that consistency is key, but flexibility is what keeps you consistent.
0: Mm -hmm. So for action steps, really just evaluate what you're currently doing. Sit down, think about it. What's working? What's not working? How can you adjust things if possible? And know that doing this may take some trial and error and that's okay so really just give yourself that time and grace that you need and figure out what's truly going to work with your life whatever season of life you're in and letting that be good enough and i do want to add in another point that we haven't that we didn't touch on is that the one thing that really does Help so much with consistency is having a plan. Because if you don't have any sort of structure or any sort of plan, especially during these like busy and crazy seasons of life, you are really just setting yourself up for failure. So There's so many different options. There's, of course, like free programs and things you can follow out there. But I have so many different levels of programs that you can have so much structure that'll just make it so much easier to actually follow through. Whether that's my membership, Lift Like Shelby, my favorite. Well, yes. they're all my favorite, I guess, and it all <laughs> depends on my season of life, I guess. So, yes, or you know, a mom method where you're having more accountability to help with that consistency as well. But having a plan is just so important, and make oh, will make things feel so much easier. So, DM me oh, on Instagram if you want to learn any, if you want to learn more about any of those. You want to learn about all of them. I promise you guys.
1: Seriously, I've done all of her programs, all in different phases of life. And all of them have gotten me not to where I wanted to be, but beyond where I wanted to be. So, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love them. Shelby, you give us the tools, you train us, you educate us, and you hold us accountable to get our results. And there's nothing more fulfilling than that, except Ben telling you that you grilled something great. <laughs> Um, Wait, I had one other thing. Sorry. Oh, the trial and error piece. I love that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like that is literally the ticket to win it. That is how you become successful in this stage of life. When you have so many different things going against you, that you just have to figure out what is going to work and what's not going to work. And then you can tap into those resources. Like, okay, my week looks like this and that worked well then. So I know that I can plug and play here. And then you kind of get those like plug and play solutions that you can input throughout you know different weeks different months what have you
0: yeah and this is like a big thing that I do work through with clients I just recently had one of my mom bud reset clients who she was like is it okay? Like we were talking about earlier, she was like, is it okay to like break up the workout and do it through different points of the day? And I was like, yeah, of course. And, you know, she tried that for one week and realized that this just isn't working. And she was realizing it's not about because she was feeling like she didn't have enough time and, that's what she was telling herself. So she was like, I'm going to like find little pockets of time throughout the day. But then she realized the getting started piece was the hardest piece for her. So she realized it wasn't about the time, it was about actually just like getting there and doing it. So now this week, she's found a time in her day that seems like realistic to get in the whole workout. And she's been super consistent this week in doing it that way. So it really does take, you know, just testing things out and being okay, if things don't work and figuring out what's working and what's not working and how can you adjust things. And I feel like not that I'm advocating to for anybody else to not do the warm up, but that was like a,
1: a non-starter for me. Like if I knew that I had a block of time, like it would deter me from getting started knowing that I needed to warm up instead of just like getting into it. And like there's like that mental factor here, like where in um True Coach, like you don't get to like check the workout as or the warm up as complete as like a you did it. So like to me, it's like if I spend time doing the warm up, then I'm occupied, my mind's occupied that I'm not doing the workout. And so when I ditch doing the warm-up again, I'm not advocating to other people do this because it's important to warm up. And I feel like I warm up in other ways, just not like prescribed, but I also <laughs> don't do that either. But um it like it it just helps me get going. So again, by letter, you gotta figure out what's gonna work for you.
0: Love so that.
1: love it. Um it is Memorial Day weekend. We hope that you guys have a safe safe happy and healthy Memorial Day weekend with friends and family. If you're traveling, be safe, God, be safe. As my dad says, keep it in the green zone and check you next
0: week. Well, by the time you're listening to this, it's after Memorial oh, Day. Right. So, so we hope you had a great and safe. We hope time. You had. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's a wrap. <laughs>
1: It means so much to us to have you on this journey and together we hope we can make mom life a little bit easier for you one episode
0: at a time. As always, never hesitate to DM us on Instagram at mom tales and Cocktails Podcast with your mom tales, and don't forget to follow here and we will see you on the next episode.